I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the wedding session with Serena and Kelly. We are here today to give you some more information. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So today we realize, you know, we are in the swing of wedding season, but 2023 couples are just around the corner and what better way to start planning your wedding than to really think of your theme because your overall Mm -hmm. theme really helps guide your decision-making with all the elements of your wedding. So today Mm -hmm. and continuing on for quite a few more episodes, we're not sure how many because we haven't decided how many we want to (laughs) tackle. We are going going to highlight those themes that are very prominent in the wedding industry. Now, let me be clear. There are so many themes in the wedding industry. There's, there's a lot. We started writing them all out and we're like, we're on to episode 13. <laughs> like we just kept on going. So yeah, we there's a pull back. We're going yeah. here. You can take our, you know, interpretation of it and run with it, but we're giving you just like the basic elements that when we are on a certain themed wedding, this is how we feel. And this is what we've seen, but by mm-hmm. any means you can combine the themes, you can take a variation of it, whatever you want, but it's, it's a good starting point, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of oh, yeah. in the right direction. Yes. So today we're talking about boho weddings. <laughs> Planning your boho wedding. Now we've been living under a rock. This is the most on trend trend right now. So, <laughs> so popular. We have so many weddings that are doing this because it's fun. Like it's just, it's fun. It's, flowy it's loose like it's easy to do everyone loves it (laughs) yes so let's start with what is boho or bohemian wedding themed so Mm -hmm. according to martha stewart (laughs) she knows all things (laughs) (laughs) weddings incorporate an eclectic mix of natural rustic and vintage details into the design Mm -hmm. so some of the words that we came up with that sort of describe what a boho wedding would be like is think earth tones think free spirit think dry florals it's kind of rock and roll it's very like it's fun it's loose it's super 70s but also very today like it's a cool it's a mix of everything so it's modern 70s Mm -hmm. The one word we kind of kept coming across actually when we were doing a little bit of research was eclectic. It's very eclectic. So, which is great because if you're mixing and matching and just throwing (laughs) throwing shit into a room, (laughs) you can be like, look, it's Boho. It's totally fine. (laughs) You know, I only know the definition of eclectic because of Sister Act (laughs) 2. Really? I asked my mom what it meant, and then I, I understood what she was saying to the class that she likes an eclectic mix of music. And that, and to me, That's when we're talking that term, I always remember that scene to understand the word. <laughs> I 
That's so funny that you say that because that's actually how I know the word as well. When we yes. were when, when I was little and we were we 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 were raised with a whole bunch of different types of music, total sidebar. And uh like like you know, I had salsa, I had classical, I had I had Motown, I had modern, like I had a whole bunch of stuff. And I remember thinking asking my mom and she's like, "Yeah, it's just a very eclectic sense of music." And I was like, "What does eclectic mean, mom?" And she's like, "Well, it's a mishmash." And that is how I know the word. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so think yeah. of so think of boho weddings as like a mishmash, a mishmash. in the best way possible. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what do you want your overall guest experience to be? Because this really helps you guide uh, in your overall planning. Like, what do you want your guests to feel when they walk into your wedding? So mm-hmm. in a boho wedding, it's meant to be very informal and not meant to be an upscale event. So if someone shows up in a tux, they have arrived at the wrong wedding. <laughs> They're wedding crashers. You can find them right away. <laughs> it's very informal. It's supposed to feel fun and loose and, you know, nothing too um, like stale. Not yeah, stale. It- Yes, yeah, stuffy. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think the next one, kind of um, continuing that overall thought, is the overall boho attire for your guests. So think of like floppy hats. We're talking long, flowy dresses, very sort of 70s inspired attire. Like you might actually have somebody that actually reach into the back of their parents' closets and they re- they recess- resuscitate dad's grad suit like you have no idea from like the 70s and it mm-hmm. would he, they would totally fit in pastel blues i've seen it it's pretty entertaining <laughs> but i feel like the dumb and dumber duo a little bit a little but- bit yeah a modern version of that would technically fit a boho wedding. <laughs> it totally would. And I feel like that's sort of the thing with what a lot of people are wearing right now. There's so many, um, you know, online stores that are out there. Like Reformation is one of them. Like I think Baltic Born also has a whole bunch of stuff. Like Amazon is like chock-a-block full of vintage inspired things. Uh, but that's kind of what, what it is. It's the 70s feel, but but modernized, I think. So... Exactly. Yes. Uh, Another one is nine times out of 10, your boho wedding is outside. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. even, I can't even come across the thought where it would be indoors with the exception of maybe like a cottage or a, you know, a form of a barn that would be technically outside like the doors and windows are open. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you Mm want to use the outdoor elements as your backdrop. So you'll often see your ceremony setting, you know, backing the beautiful willow tree or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like you're utilizing the outdoor space that already exists and just amping it up a little bit in your boho theme. With that being said, (laughs) most of the time you're going to have like a warm or the setting is usually pretty like a warm environment. There's always like the sun is shining on your face. It's always, you're never going to see a boho wedding in the winter time. It's pretty rare. Um, But you're yeah it's definitely always kind of warm outside there's always sun shining they're always um like you're gonna see a lot of photos if you google like boho weddings it's gonna be in like joshua tree national park or like utah where you're in the total desert that's usually kind of how it feels so it's always it's always kind of nice i always like boho weddings she's like i don't have to wear a coat this is great (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're being kissed by the sun is kind of Mm -hmm. or the constant word we kept finding was chasing the sun or chasing light it's it's that kind of afternoon warm feeling mm-hmm. um, i don't want to say coachella because that's more festival but like in that kind of realm of you know uh, feeling exactly another kind of experience that you want your guests to be tied to is that it's supposed to be a theme that feels effortless and kind of just thrown together obviously mm-hmm. a boho wedding that you see online is never thrown together it's 
plan meticulously. But when oh, they walk in, it's supposed to feel like, oh, I just woke up like this. Yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, very relaxed. Like we say, it's very relaxed, very loose, very just like very organic feeling. Like everything just kind of like came together so easily. Um, the, you're right. And the iron, uh, irony behind that is there's been like probably 15 vendors that had to pull that stuff together, <laughs> make everything happen. So there's a lot of behind the scenes, but it's meant to feel very like, um, it's not meant to be stuffy. It's not meant to be like a black tie affair. It's supposed to be just like really kind of fun and like, you know, loosey goosey. So. Exactly. So let's yeah. talk about some of the venues that are local to here to us in Vancouver that would actually fit this boho theme. And we can link these uh, into the show notes so you can take a look and kind of where we're going with this. Now, don't get us wrong. Again, this particular venue can be anything you want, just that it would lend itself to a really great boho themed wedding. <laughs> right. So the yeah. first one, we've actually done a wedding here and we will eventually link our blog to the wedding. I'm working on it. <laughs> no shade. I'm working on it. This is such a this is such a fun wedding we did too. So I'm actually very excited to be able to write about it and, and we will eventually post it, but you'll get some really cool photos of this this particular venue. Yes, but it's a UBC Botanical Garden. So it is a very beautiful, lush green garden that lends itself to many backdrops. And our couple decided to host a very um, boho themed wedding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one we have is Bodega Ridge. And that is on Gambier? Galliano. It's one of the G islands. It's on, it's one of the G islands, Galliano Island. And this is a really cool, it's kind of like a, it's a bit of an Airbnb situation, but it's very, um, it's a really, really cool space. We've yet to actually have be able to work there. We've, we're a lot of venues in Vancouver and this is one of them that's on our list, but it's a really, really cool space for you. Um, so yeah, Bodega Ridge, super cool. Uh, the next one that we've done uh, as well, this was actually also another boho wedding we did a few years ago, and we do have a blog for this one. Ha ha ha. Um, this one, yeah, this one is actually at Sunwolf in Squamish, and this is such a cool place. It's kind of like, um, it's a campground of sorts, but you can actually set up a tent, and you can you can do like your whole wedding reception there. It's a really, really cool little spot. But it's in the forest and it really kind of lends itself to um, like in the summertime, all the leaves change color. And this wedding that we did, I'm so like, I'm so proud of, of the, all the hard work that you did it put into this, Trina, because this wedding was like so cool. The colors of the actual like nature and then the colors she chose and just everything about this was just like peak boho. So good. So good. Yes. They, they definitely accented it with a burnt orange, which um, mm-hmm but you can definitely take a look. Uh, we'll get into color schemes. In oh, bit, yeah. But orange was definitely an ongoing theme in there. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The rose was just beautiful. So good. Yeah. Um, the next venue, uh, now we're thinking, so Osoyoos here, it's about a four-hour drive. It's wine country, and it is the only desert in all of British Columbia. So when you're mm. thinking of like those dried, warm places, Osoyoos is the tippy top that comes to our mm-hmm. mind. So we were talking about the venue Spirit Ridge, and Kelly, you've actually worked there. <laughs> I've oddly I've done a few weddings here <laughs> of all the places I go to. Yeah, Spirit Ridge is such a it's a cool spot. It is actually a winery, so it kind of hits a few different themes. But if you're thinking at it, if you're looking at it from more of like a um, like a boho vibe, they've got some really cool areas around the the overall property, and the overall the color of the property is actually very sort of um, desert 
earth tones, that sort of like browns and, and oranges and that sort of thing. So it actually works out quite well. Um, the really cool thing about Spirit Ridge is that they actually do have like typically where your ceremony would happen. Um, you can actually host a dinner up there if depending on the time of year and if they have the availability. So that's really cool because you can actually have like lights hanging and you've got the backdrop of the water. Like it's a really, really, really cool spot. So Spirit Ridge might be another another kind of location for you guys to also check out too. So you bet. Yeah, so let's move on to food and beverages that you would want to embody in the theme of your boho wedding. Now, mm. we are going to say this with much caution. <laughs> in a boho wedding, you would typically see something casual. And what is more casual than a food truck? Now, oh, yeah. we have to talk about the food truck, okay? <laughs> you cannot feed everybody with two pieces of chicken strips and some fries at your wedding Mm-mm. and call that dinner. No, no, ma'am. We suggest to have a couple of food trucks or food truck paired with a table of charcuterie laid out or or whatever that may be. You need more than this tiny food that's provided in the paper, you know, component. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it, yeah, it's the food trucks are really, really cool. I think they're they definitely have that like fun element to it. You can so again, very casual. You can go up and help yourself whenever you want. But yeah, f- like we say this with love and with a catering background, like you absolutely want to still make sure that you're feeding folks at your wedding. So you know, if you want to double up or triple up and do a few food trucks or a food truck and then maybe some catering, but you can do like you know what you had mentioned platters and whatnot. Like those are all really, really great ideas. But the food truck's always kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Yes, We've got some pretty cool food trucks here in Vancouver. Yes, absolutely. Uh, another one is the um, dessert. Mm-hmm. Hands down, the naked cake is your boho friend. <laughs> <laughs> you a naked cake, just Google it. It is not dirty. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just basically the cake that comes out of the oven and then lightly dusted with buttercream. If I had to pin a... Uh, that's pretty much, That's I would say that's probably, it's basically like the crumb coat is really, really what it is. And somehow people just love how, um, how just how simplistic it is, um, which is why they call it the naked cake. I actually found another cake when we were researching this and it was actually a buttercream, but it had beautiful dried floral accents with it. And they had like gold leafing on it. It was the most beautiful cake I've ever seen. And it looked so cool. And it was a, it was a boho cake. It was, and it had butter, it had icing on it. So if you're an icing kind of gal, you go with that one. If you're like, I don't really need, I, I don't really need icing. It's just, just not enough room then go with a naked cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of sticking on theme with like the food trucks is that mm-hmm. it's kind of a self-serve food station. Then another one is the champagne trailer. So we, this has kind of been happening a lot lately where these tiny little trailers come on and you have your own little tap and you can pour your own little champagne in your glass. And it's really cute. It's really fun. Of course, if you have an outdoor menu, this would work if you were getting married in a hotel. Well, this is not going to work because where the heck is the trailer going to go? So just consider- yeah. We have a big piece of land that this trailer can park on and we can serve ourselves. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's one here yeah. called Bubble Brew that are really great. And you can um, kind of see the options they have there. But it's essentially a champagne that comes out of a tap and a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is my favorite is your wedding dress and your wedding party attire. So what is the first thing you think of when you think of a boho style wedding dress? and the most popular sort of style or fit 
is something that feels actually a little bit more fitted. So imagine kind of like a mermaid style of dress, but it doesn't have the boning in it. So it's so comfy. It's so like it's loose. Um, there's going to be like lots of lace and macrame on it usually, or like at least a lot of knotted work. Um, and imagine you're going to have like the draping sleeve. So it's very kind of like seventies vibe. Um, I don't want to say it's like Jenny in Forrest Gump because that was more mm-hmm. 80s. But you know what I mean? Like how that's very just like loosey flowy kind of just really, really nice vibe. So those are typically the dresses that you're going to find. Um, we have a lot of restaurants, not restaurants. Whoa, clearly I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, there's a lot of bridal stores here in Vancouver that offer a lot of this style of dress. Like Rituals of Love is a great one. Everly Bridal is another really great one. Union Bridal is one of our favorite wedding dress shops that we go to, especially for a lot of our, um, a lot of like our photo shoots and stuff. And they all, um, they carry a lot of this like overall style. It's so nice. I love, I love this. The overall look is really cool. So Yes. And then continuing on with the dress, like the dress, uh, as you're right, Kelly, it's very textured. I would say it's more of a heavier material than your standard mm-hmm. dress that you see in the industry. It's, um, I wouldn't say it's super heavy, but it, it will be a bit on the thicker side. Just oh, to wait. Get those textures. Yes. And uh, then you want to accessorize it, right? So mm-hmm. I've had some brides that we can kind of refer to um, Kiana and Garrett's wedding, which we will link mm-hmm. because that was fantastic wedding uh she <laughs> brought um some accessories including macrame earrings which were stunning um mm. some really fun 70s style sunglasses she had um i think she had a belt at one point which boho it's very on theme to bring in kind of that um metallic clasp kind of on mm-hmm. the front belt not, not western style but like that kind of look with like maybe black leather <laughs> Yes, you know. not a, we're not we're not talking western like <laughs> cowboys here. <laughs> yes, and then of course, no boho wedding dress is complete without a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that it's the brand Lack of Color. It's from Australia, wide brimmed. If you Google wedding dresses boho, you will find the brides are wearing this hat, the wide brim mm-hmm. hat. That, so it is very on trend to get this hat. So make sure you have it. Make sure you have someone who you could borrow it from because these hats are not cheap or you find the budget version of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, you can Google and actually find a few stores that can offer it. Um, Yeah. The lack of color, of course, are like beautifully tailored, beautifully made hats. And obviously it's something that you can wear after your wedding as well. So if that's like your overall, like if, if you are a boho-y kind of person or a funky kind of person, you're probably going to wear this hat over time anyways so it is it can be kind of worth the splurge <laughs> if you will um I think the next yeah exactly um the next one is so again accessories um think of jewelry so you had already mentioned that one of our brides did like a macrame kind of um uh, earrings you could also do like stones so geo you know geodes um lots of gemstones those are all like really kind of popular that we found when we were doing a little bit of research, but stones just in general for your jewelry, like think chunky jewelry, think chunky earrings, chunky um, necklaces, all that sort of stuff. That's really what you're going to find when you're, when you're kind of thinking more like the boho style. Exactly. Yeah. And then for your guests, uh, ladies are typically encouraged to wear kind of those earth tones. Again, the dress is loosely fitting mermaid style kind of uh, maxi dresses and of course, your bridesmaid dresses, we encourage you to have a mismatched uh, bridesmaid dresses because that mm-hmm. really brings in that eclectic boho theme. So you could do mm-hmm. different shades or you can do different um, uh, patterns is what we've mm-hmm. seen. So you can 
maybe some in like the burnt orange and then maybe one in the black and one in like a, like a floral pattern. So those are really tasteful and look really, really tie in that boho feel. Oh, I love that look. I actually love the look where it's like, okay, you do more champagne, you do more like mustard, you do more like a dark burnt orange and you just find a dress that's within that color, long, short, I don't really care. And it's with, cause those are all the same colors that are within the overall wedding itself. It looks so good in photos. And it also lets the bridesmaids like pick a dress. Again, this is going back to the whole been a bridesmaid a million times. It allows the bridesmaids to pick a dress that actually fits their body shape. There's nothing worse than wearing a dress where you got a left tit hanging out or you're like, I feel really uncomfortable because I feel like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. But my super tiny little friend bridesmaid over beside me, she looks like a million bucks. So you want to make sure that, of course, all of your 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 entourage also feel like really, really good and comfortable in what they're wearing. So. Agreed. And then with the gentlemen, you know, we're not going to go with the tuxes again or the penguin <laughs> tuxes. Uh, we're looking again for earth tones. So dark browns, um, you know, taupes, even a dark gray could work um, depending on the style. Even the light tan looks really great. Um, you don't normally see jackets, but it's possible. Uh, definitely suspenders are in there somewhere and <laughs> sometimes a bow tie. I've seen a bolo, but mm, yeah, we'll go with bow ties instead. Mm, I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bolos with the hats for the guys without a jacket. Actually, yeah. And then wearing like loafers or something like they're not wearing actual, like they're not like the regular um, shoe that you would see for a wedding. I can't even think of the word right now. Um, yeah, you know, shoe. Like a dress shoe. Like a dress shoe. I was yeah. like, dance shoe? <laughs> I've got Forrest Gump on my brain now, so I was like running shoe. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. Attire, not your not yeah. your standard like black shiny, but yeah, you could go with more of a loafer style. Mm-hmm. Sure. Actually, and I would say this is the only time you're allowed to go barefoot at a wedding. Only time. <laughs> yes, then reason, but yes. <laughs> Within reason, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, of course, yeah. the best way to show off your theme is with the decor, which we've touched on a little bit, but we're really going to dive into kind of the pieces that you want to pull into your decor theme. So mm-hmm. first of all, the textures to boho, we've kind of touched on it quite a bit, but it is lace, macrame, wicker, and rattan. Those are kind of your four big main ones that really say like, this is a bohemian wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you Have you seen rattan? No, we're not in my mom's house in the 80s. But you're at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and the next one we're going to get into is the overall sort of like the decor and the florals, the, those different elements there. So the first one we think of when we start with your um, your decor is think of your ceremony. So you were looking at maybe uh, a triangle arch or a geo-shaped arch. These are going to be really, really popular. So the wedding that we've been referencing, the one over at Sunwolf, they ended up doing like an octagon, not octagon, hexagon okay. shaped yeah, um, arch. And so they had beautiful floral arrangements that were positioned on either side that we were able to reuse again, but it just looked so, it looked so good. Um, the triangle arch, of course, is really popular because it really kind of mimics the mountains and the overall feel of the mountains. So again, going back to the idea of using, um, it's going to be typically done outside, usually in warmer weather. Usually you're wanting to incorporate your backdrop in your overall like vibe and the decor. So the triangles, especially on the West Coast, are basically the mountains around us. So sometimes people just do one triangle. Sometimes people do like a cluster of three triangles, which looks really, really cool. So there's a lot of ways you can kind of get around it. 
Mm -hmm. Yes. And again, we're going to go back to that word that we have been using is eclectic textures. So things like linen, organic materials, you even see a bit of velvet in like the ribbons and even sometimes the components of the linen. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say like cheesecloth runners are a big one. Oh, yeah. Lots of different textures. So, you know, a standard white linen with a rattan charger, uh, metallic charger on top with um, like a cheesecloth runner and metallic mm -hmm. candles very boho like all those components you wouldn't think go together but they certainly do <laughs> yes absolutely and when you're thinking about your decor we already sort of talked about what the overall textures feel like consider what the overall colors are and we already sort of talked a little bit about it um but you're thinking more like earth tones you're thinking taupes natural colors so think dark reds burnt orange are really actually they're really great accents but you're looking at more like the tan color or caramel or um you know anything along those lines like that like basically they're all very neutral subtle tones and then that's where you can pull in the fun like orange or you can you know the dark reds or anything like that and that's really kind of what makes everything pop it's really really cool so yeah even a like a hint of black really ties in mm -hmm. the theme as well um yeah you can do like i've seen it where the bridesmaids uh, one of them had a black dress on the you know the stationery which we'll get into but you can do beautiful brown writing, but half your guests won't be able to read it. So just accept that you're writing it. <laughs> Unless it's like imprinted and then you can just feel it with your fingers and be like, okay, well, this is where we're at. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm real at this point. I have no idea where I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And then like we said, we recommend the charger, a rattan charger plate. So what that looks like is imagine your mom's kitchen uh, chair that she had in her in her house. So I'm talking specifically about mine. Is that we have oh. these chairs that were made from rattan, and that looks to me like the chargers. They're flat, um, made of rattan and wicker materials. It's and like a yeah, it's a we, it's a reed basically is what it is. Like when people are like, "What is rattan or wicker?" I'm like, it's actually a reed that they've dried and they've um, they've basically um, threaded it into something. So you'll have like a rattan or a wicker, you know, the big, you know, those big chairs that they have, like the big, um, the boho-y chairs, what are the, the peacock, peacock chairs, pardon me, the peacock chairs, um, or like the side tables or things like that. That's actually all been folded together to create that chair. So same with these charger plates is they're taking the rattan, which is a reed, and they're actually folding it into and like braiding it basically into like a charger plate. And it's mm -hmm. so cool. It's just like a, it just adds that extra depth to your overall tablescape we love incorporating them whenever we can um yeah it's a good idea about it, but boho is definitely braid forward so braided yeah, hair braided yep. materials braided mm -hmm. rattan so braids on point braids. we talk about macrame that's braids hello that's a whole bunch of just knots basically so yeah it's very um yeah, it's very like it's it's so we talk about how natural it is, but really that's kind of like it's you're not using pins, you're using yeah, you are like hair for example, you're totally braiding the hair. It's not about having like a stuffy, you know, you know, bun in the back. It's very relaxed and loose and flowy that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Braids. Yeah. Braid heavy braided theme for boho. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then you can also pair some wood elements. Uh, you don't see it too often, but I'm not talking about the small wood rounds, but I'm talking about like big wooden stumps. So like literally a tree fell in the forest and you chopped it in five pieces mm -hmm. and it's all different levels and you're putting some zhuzh on there. That is kind mm -hmm. of where the wood element comes in because you're just almost borrowing it from the nature because you'd maybe be 
getting married in a setting in a forest or something mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. ground. So that is the wood element we're talking about is you're just, you know, copying it into your mm-hmm. whatever space that you're kind of yeah, trying to amp I like, up. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not the comfiest, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting on nature. I'm sitting on nature right now. There's a bug on my lap. I don't know about this. <laughs> it's not for everyone. That's for darn sure. <laughs> um, the one thing I, the one thing I really like actually about the boho is, um, for your overall like florals, you can do it a few different ways. So sometimes you'll see the um, bud vases filled with just like dried, a little bit of dried florals or maybe some mix of fresh and dried. Sometimes you'll see these massive, massive arrangements with our favorite, favorite <laughs> dried floral called pampas. If there's one word that comes to mind with boho, it is pampas. Pampas. Grass. Yeah. Pampas grass. Pompous, pamp ass? No, it's pamp ass is what I call that shit. Pamp ass because every time I have it in the back of my car, it just shits seeds everywhere. And it looks like the back of my, I drive, I drive a a Civic and the back of, I remember bringing some stuff home. The back of my, my headrest looked like Mm -hmm. it had hair. That is how much of the pampas had just went all over the place. I was like, oh crap. Now I've got to try and clean this. Exactly. It's It's so bad. It's so cool. And I love just how light and airy and like ethereal it is. And it looks honestly like it's so impactful. It looks great, but it's got some maintenance to it that I'm just, (laughs) you got to commit. But the one good thing about it is you can buy it, you know, freshly dried and it'll hold it for, um, you know, for your wedding and then you can keep it after, but it does Mm -hmm. shed you know like a like a shaggy dog kind of thing it's, it's um, like a puppy yeah and I don't have puppies so <laughs> it's a new thing for me <laughs> but yeah you can keep it forever so that's the one mm-hmm. good thing about pampas yeah. grass is you can keep it forever and ever and there's different um you know pampas grass is just one of the like main boho things that you would see and it's very on trend in home decor but you could do dried florals in general right mm-hmm. so that is very on trend for boho is just dried and mixed with real flowers or mm-hmm. green like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some really delicate dried, um, oh, it's like a silver dollar looking. Yeah, it's it called Lunaria. It's called Lunaria. I had to look it yeah, up because I keep seeing it everywhere. Like, this is so cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. Lunaria, it's like a little, imagine like a little, um, imagine a silver dollar, but it's almost, it's see-through. It's very yeah, see-through. sheer. Yeah, it's very sheer. Um, it's so it's so cool. Or there's some of them that look like little yellow puffballs. Or um, yeah, there's just some really really cool shapes and sizes. Or palms. Palms is another really really big one for dried florals that you can be looking into. Um, some people really like actually using the dried florals because they are um, a little bit more sustainable in the sense that what you said, Tarina, you can use them for your wedding and then take them home and then incorporate them into your overall like house decor because it's mm-hmm. dried it'll last forever basically just make sure you're you know maintaining it like dusting it and whatnot but otherwise it'll last for always so it might it's it's a little bit more expensive than fresh florals but it lasts a little longer so that's another reason why people I think almost kind of gravitate to boho sometimes is because it feels mm, like a little bit more sustainable or some something you know so anyways yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. like you know, boho, I think traditionally used to be like for the the bride on a dime. That's kind mm-hmm. of what kind of started with. So I think the idea of getting dried florals, you know, from nature or to keep is the idea of like, oh, this is budget friendly because I get to mm-hmm. keep this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, of course, no boho wedding is complete without your Moroccan lounge space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Think layered carpets 
hoofs of all kinds of textures. Leather is appropriate sometimes in this kind of lounge space. Um, you know, rattan or no, uh, macrame poofs are also kind of there along with a bunch of different textured pillows of like orange velvet paired with a macrame poofy tassely pillow. I don't know why, but it works. <laughs> it totally works and only in this environment for sure. But a lot of low seating, I think, is what's really kind of common. So usually you have a lounge space with a whole bunch of sofas and side chairs and things like that. Well, you can certainly still have those. Um, but I think definitely having the low seating is really, really, um, it's a, it's um, kind of a popular sort of thing, which is great, which means you can lie on the grass. You can be an adult and lie on the grass barefoot and nobody's going to look at you like you're a weirdo. It's <laughs> yeah. a great thing about Boho. Ties it back to like the relaxed theme, like people mm-hmm. would relax in a very lounge with layered carpets that you're sitting on the floor and, mm-hmm. you know, really embrace that Moroccan kind of feel with those. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, if you wanted to go simpler on the colors for your tables, you can go much more extreme in your lounge space because it's a standalone kind of uh, mm-hmm. thing that kind of draws the eye to it. So that could be where you would put your money is into the lounge versus maybe uh, the florals or something like that. It's mm-hmm. kind of what we recommend. Uh, exactly. And then the type of chair that we typically see in boho are the bistro black style chairs and black or brown. So they're kind mm-hmm. of more thin, like, I don't want to say Ikea, but they're the Ikea chairs. Oh yeah. I mean, that's basically how you would kind of envision it is imagine the little Ikea bistro chairs. That's kind of the vibe that you can get. You can also look at doing more of like, um, rattan sort of chairs as well. So depending on what kind of, um, some of the rental companies here in Vancouver certainly offer that where it's actually like that, that reeded woven kind of chair. So that really kind of fits in. Um, again, the really cool thing about boho is you can mix and match your chairs too. So it doesn't have to all be the same. So you could do like a third of them, one style, a third, another style, and then a third, another style and just mix it all together. And it'll still feel appropriate. Um, we would just suggest that you keep them at least within the same color palette so that even though much like your bridesmaid dress, even though they're different shape, they're all the same color. So they won't totally, totally stand out. So if you're going to do all brown, like I would do wood, you can do different shades of wood. That's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, the, the chairs are, um, yeah, the chairs are usually a little bit more, I don't want to say not comfy, but they're not going back to the wood stumps, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) seating is it's comfy on your comfy on the floor, comfy in the lounge, but yeah, depending on your chair, if you end up going with a bistro style, I highly encourage you to get some pillows, especially for the older folks, because they are going to get cranky about their 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 sciatica. <laughs> yeah, and of yeah, course, right? like before, we can go on and on about this. These are just some of the higher level components that we think are really going to tie your, to your boho kind of theme. Uh, so let's move into stationary. So obviously you want to stick within the color theme. Uh, That's with your invitations. That's with your welcome sign, seating chart, any stationary that you happen to have on the table. That really is your opportunity to bring in that pop of color. If you Mm -hmm. haven't got a lot of neutral tones, okay, let's bring in that burnt orange. Let's bring in that Mm -hmm. dark brown, um, you know, that red, like that's where your kind of sunset colors can really come in. And Mm -hmm. we suggest that you put in like typically on an invitation, you'd say about, you know, two to four colors on boho themes. You can go a little bit more. You can go mm-hmm. all with that neutral palette of like six or seven. Really, you can mm-hmm. get a lot of opportunity to play with like even pinks and oranges and reds mm-hmm. and, brown. you know, a little 
those yeah. colors. You can kind of layer. I like the idea of being able to kind of layer it too. So if you have like your invitation suite, for example, if you've got your physical invitation, your your invitation might be one color, your card, the app, sorry, the envelope might be another card. If you're doing RSVPs as well, that might be another sort of color as well. So, but they all kind of match together. They're all within the same sort of um, color family, but they're maybe like slightly different. And then that's a great way to kind of like begin the overall journey of your wedding celebration and then of course when you're on site you know all of this all of the stationery is going to kind of match so your name cards your menu cards your welcome sign seating chart all that sort of stuff it's all going to kind of feel a little bit kind of connected but it's nice that you can actually kind of go a little (laughs) go ham on your colors a little bit (laughs) you can have a few little ones on there um the other really cool thing about the boho style for your stationery is you're going to notice there's, there's not a lot of like linear shaped menu cards or invitations everything is very um there's a lot of circles lots of geometric shapes um they like kind of pairing the long with the short so it's it's again it's a it's an eclectic mix of shapes and styles that all still kind of communicate nicely with each other but you're not going to have a traditional like you're not going to see like the the rectangular (laughs) right you know shape like that it's going to be um yeah, it's going to just be like a really cool mix of the different shapes. I've seen some of them where they do like around a top, like a half moon top on there, where it's like long, imagine a rectangle, and then the top part's kind of rounded a little bit. So that's always really fun too. Um, So that's kind of, I would say, very popular sort of style for your boho stationery. And then our last kind of piece that we want to add in is the wild card something fun something that would really solidify like this wedding was a really fun time or just Mm -hmm. something a little different but does kind of pull back into that theme uh so the first one is uh the music the ambiance we're talking Mm -hmm. acoustic guitar very popular right oh yes you someone's strumming along playing you know just acoustic hits from the 80s that you would kind of know but not really no 70s let's stick on theme with the decade let's go with all abba only on the (laughs) but it's uh yeah but it's all acoustic so it's just one man singing mama mia (laughs) a slow down version of mama mia oh my god that'd be so good percent of playlists that exist there i'm gonna find it <laughs> oh that's so cool um the next one is uh coffee bars so that's always really really fun too so again you can do something really fun like with um you could do it like a tailgate party almost like tailgate a coffee bar for example or there's a lot of companies that will come in they'll have their own like little bicycles with like a full setup in the back a little bit like the champagne bar that we kind of talked about earlier on um but yeah that's always that's always really really fun to be able to kind of offer like the different flavors all that stuff uh, yeah, and then the last one that we have that we think would be a really fun element to add on is the camper van or Airstream. So you see a lot of these cute little camper vans that have been converted into a bit of a food service station. So we it can kind of tie back to, you know, the champagne bar that we talked about. But there are these camper vans that you can rent that already come kind of pre-decorated and you can serve your desserts out there or that mm-hmm. could be where your bar is or um, that could be where people take photos. So you can just have it as a photo opportunity mm-hmm. or even um, like a VW bug I've seen or the, mm-hmm. the Volkswagens, like the yeah. Volkswagen vans. That is also kind of really popular um, to tie in that like photo element. Um, yeah. Get excited about too. So yeah. yeah. So that is, you know, your boho wedding in a nutshell. Not to <laughs> I don't have to listen to anything we said, but at what we've seen in our, you know, time as wedding planners, this is um, your boho wedding. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, I think it's probably one of the more popular, like like we said earlier, it's one of the more popular um, themes and styles. I feel like on the West Coast, we definitely have the environment for it as well. Um, like you mentioned, you know, Soyuz is definitely one of the more like desert areas that we have. Merit's another really cool place, which is on the way to uh, Kelowna, for those of you that have no idea where we are. Um, Jurassic Park yeah. 3 was filmed there, is filmed there. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah, one of the newest uh, scenes in the Jurassic Park movie that's coming out shortly. Um, Was it Merritt? Yeah, they're running away. They had to like hire a ton of extras to be running oh, away from fans? the dinosaurs. So they're running <laughs> Everyone... away from And they say it's like Abu Dhabi. It's Merritt. <laughs> oh, it's 100% Merritt. Um, yeah. So, but any any sort of, you know, environment like that, that's really going to um, really kind of reinforce that overall natural scape of the boho feel. Um, yeah, I think I think it's something that people really like because um, it's kind of like thumb in your nose a little bit at tradition. Um, for some people that maybe have grown in a very, um, or, or the expectation of having a very traditional style of wedding, and maybe you're just not that person, and that is awesome. So, you know, the boho vibe is something that you can you can take bits and pieces of. You can do, you can go like, you can go ham on this theme and go like absolutely crazy. You can just do shades of it. You can keep it very, very simple. Like we're just going to maybe do some macrame runner down the center with bud vases and everything else is going to be a little more like, you know, just whatever you kind of want to do. That's fine as well. Like, you know, we, I like the idea that you can kind of mix and match. You can go, I mean, if you're the type of person that's really, really ambitious and wants to DIY this kind of thing and go to like a bunch of antique stores and just rifle through and get a whole bunch of mismatched chairs. I don't know what you're going to do with them after, but bless your heart. Um, <laughs> you know, or reaching out to family members. Like, this is always why it's re- like the boho is cool because you can you can get antiques. You can get really fun, cool things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to incorporate in like a cityscape or an upscale style of, of um, theme, which is going to be coming up <laughs> on our long list. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I love the boho. It's fun. Yeah, the boho's great. So we'll definitely have um, one of our main examples of Ken and Garrett's wedding. That is boho mm-hmm. to the max. Take a look. Mm-hmm. We'll eventually get our friends Tracy and Adam up there as well, which they went full on for the boho theme. They had these beautiful boho fans that were made of rattan. I still have them. I just found it in my office today. Me so too. <laughs> the details and how they both kind of took their own take on the idea. Mm-hmm. But still, they look different, but similar. You can tell that there was a theme. but Yeah, I love, I love that. I love how there's how there's like loose for interpretation and you can just pick you can just pick a different color. So you can, you know, um I think Kiana went more of like the yellowy browns and the, Tracy went more like burnt orange, but they still yeah, look yeah. just so oh so cool. The Pampas was present in both of those weddings. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was enough Pampas to fly away. Like there was a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay guys well stay tuned for more um themed weddings uh we have one we're gonna kind of break down next week but we're gonna keep it a surprise because we like to change our minds like that okay <laughs> <laughs> let me do my thing <laughs> yeah so until next time guys have a great day and take care bye Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. 
We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.